Hi, Kevin. Welcome back to What the Fatherhood. It's been a minute. It has been a minute. I apologize. It's probably my fault, but I've been really sick. Kids are sick. Everybody out there understands that, you know, fatherhood and parenting is not, you can't have a schedule around it. It's one of those tougher, tougher things in life. (laughs) Dude, it's rough. It really is. Like, so yeah, you know, we were planning on recording a while ago and then it was getting close to the NFL draft. I do stuff for the Dynasty Rewind. Kevin does stuff for everybody except the Dynasty Rewind, it seems. <laughs> um, so, you know, doing that, we got a rookie draft guide that was published. Um, did I share that with you, by the way? You did. Okay. Did you look at it? I looked at it, yes. I have a lot of not a free free time, but... Um, look at it, it when you it take was, a dump. That's when I do all my it work. It was very well done. Um, when you. I take a dump, my kids bother me. Like that's so it's not really a time to to relax. <laughs> but then, like I, you know, I've been busy. You've been getting sick because your kids are bringing everything home, and yeah, we've been busy. We have been busy. Yeah, but I do got a I got I got a topic right now. Like I have a topic, but it's more of like a <clears throat> it's more of a rant. Um, rant I have a question for you on this, like, and I think it, it goes with parenting too. Why are people so afraid of work? Like I, I when I. Like the job that I work at, I can honestly say 90% of people don't work hard. And then like, and I don't know if we've talked about this on the pod. I got a, I got a, I got a um, promotion. So I am am leaving teaching um, and I am going to be an assistant principal at an elementary school now with over 900 students. And I keep getting asked, why do you want to leave this job? It's so much easier compared to that one. And like, it's driving me crazy because I think it's like a, it's like a metacosm of also like what we see with parents, like, oh man, this is really hard. Like I, I, I'm not going to parent that hard. And what it does is it leads to problems. So like I see it in the classroom, I see it there, but with my own kids too, like I, I can tell, I don't know about you, but like when I, when I'm around kids, I know within about 10 minutes, whether the parents have done a good job or not. Like I can just tell, like I can tell how those kids are going to raise. And like, I think it's just a more of a, like, I don't want to make this political or anything, but I just think, people are not working hard anymore and we're not valuing hard work in this country and it's falling apart. And I'm just scared because I'm raising my girls in a country that like hard work is not valued. It's actually looked down upon and I'm going to teach my girls to work hard. I want to make sure they have that effort, but it's just a hard thing to think about. It's, it's crazy to me just how many people just don't like to work hard. That's a that's a really tough subject for me because my job is different than yours. My job is yes. very physically demanding. For me, why don't I work hard? Well, I have seniority. And no matter how hard I work, I never get and I'm not the guy, I don't need like a ton of praise. Like on our podcast, you know, even though I'm the boss, quote unquote, and the founder, I receive the least amount of praise from people. And I feel like maybe part of that is because I'm the host and they're like, well, I'm not going to bother him. He's busy. Is that, I don't know if that makes sense, which, hey, yeah. if you want to reach out and tell me how great I am, that's fine. But like I put in the work there because I'm very driven to make my podcast succeed. I'd love to do it full time. Um, but like at work, I don't get any praise no matter how hard I work. Yet the guy who is younger than me, and I'll say, and I'm not a guy like I, I don't like super boast my skills or anything, but I've been doing it for almost 20 years. I'm, I'm extremely proficient at my my job. I, for those of you who don't know, I'm an auto mechanic um, and I do things faster and it's just, I know how to do things. So, but he gets praised no matter what. 
Like he does, he's so slow and he gets praised no matter what. And I'm like, well, why should I kill myself here when my boss barely even recognizes that I exist, but this dude gets all the praise in the world. Yeah. So I think that's part of it. Um, and because honestly, I think a lot of it's COVID people were at home for months. They were getting money from the government. And they're like, this is where it's at. Like, I know you were probably still doing virtual teaching, right? During COVID. Yeah. Um, yeah. I have a question. I, you live in California. Did they make you wear a mask when you taught virtually? No, they did not make you wear a mask. <laughs> okay. Um, but no, I, and, and no, you're right. I just feel like like we're using that COVID excuse too much now. And we no, have it's, been. It, it's over. It's done. We got to get back to doing stuff it's here. It's done, but we're not doing that. And like to your point, like it drives me crazy because I think we're such an immediate satisfaction or immediate like reward kind of like culture now if we don't get that it's like well i'm just gonna give up and i'm seeing that a lot in the kids yeah. that i teach it's like well i didn't succeed so i'm done or i don't need to do that because you know whatever and and, and it, it the work ethic thing is killing me right now because you know i want to work hard and i'm not saying you don't work hard you can work efficiently like working hard doesn't mean busting your ass 24 7 but like yeah. i i you know it, it drives me crazy because like i feel like we've lost professionalism overall like at my job for especially like teachers are no longer professional man like i they're they're just not not all of them and this isn't like shitting on teachers at all like just i have friends that i teach with that like they just don't care anymore and like that has gone down to the students that we're teaching because then they don't care anymore. And then at home, they're not getting that. They don't care either. And so it's like just morphing itself into like this weird societal drain. And I think it just comes from like, you know, when you tell someone, hey, you got to work hard. And sometimes it's like, like this space, like in fantasy, oh, me, yeah. me and Mike work in fantasy. I look at my job in fantasy as a part time job. I lay out hours I'm going to work. I lay out times. I'm going to do that. And because of that, we've been able to carve out some type of small existence where we're making some money where some people won't do that. They said, that's ridiculous. And like I see people telling people, giving people advice that people don't really make money in this space. And that's bullshit. And it's not fair to those people because they do. You just have yeah. to actually work really, really hard. And people aren't willing to put that time and effort in. And then the thing I hate the most is those people shit on people like us that do work hard and put that time and money in. And like we really try and they try to minimize what we've done. Jealousy. And that's, yeah. And I get his jealousy, but like, you know, that's not something to teach your kids. Like in those same no. people I know have kids. And it's like, no, like my my daughters know that, you know, dad's at work, he teaches kids and then he comes home, he hangs out with them. And when they go to bed, dad works again. They always say, you, you always work, you know, I, after we go to bed, I hear you like, or stuff like that. And, and it's this like, and I spend a little time doing that and I don't take away from them, but I just, it, it is really bothering me right now how much people don't want to work. And like people call me a boomer or whatever, but it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's really bothering me because we have, I just, like if we want to be better for our kids and we want to find that, like we got to show them that like work ethic is very important. I say it's number one. You don't have to, I have kids that aren't the smartest kids, but they try and they show up and they work their ass off. I will take that kid a hundred times out of a hundred, except for instead of the smart kid that doesn't want to try. And like where it happened to that. You know, I could tell you where a lot of it happened. And I, I know you're younger than me. How old are you again? You're like 35, I'm right? 34. Sorry. So you and I were in high school roughly at the same time. Yeah. This had been going on when we were in high school and slightly before that. 
how many kids were they like, you just need to go to college. You just need to go to college. Instead, now we're having a shortage of mechanics, plumbers, HVAC guys, guys that have zero college debt and are making tons of money a year. We're, we have, as a society, been driving people away from labor and shaming yeah. manual labor jobs. That's yeah. part of it, too. People look down on me when they find out what I do for a living until they need something. When yeah. someone needs your car fixed or they think they could save money, oh, I'm their best friend. And there are people that I legitimately have cut out of my life because the only time they would ever contact me mm-hmm. is my car needs pop, pop, pop. And it's like, hey, I don't give a fuck. Take it to Midas. Take it to Pet Boys. I'm, I'm, oh, well, you know, you want to make some money for your kid. Yeah, I do that at my job. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you want from me? Yeah, and yeah. people are like, why don't you do side work anymore? They try to insult you, like, are you too good for that? Uh, it's like, no. But let's say, you know, now, like, if if you lived close to me, I would help you out if you needed help. Of course, you're a friend of mine. But like, just a random person. Like, there was people I used to do side work for. I got to diagnose the car. I got to go chase parts. I got to buy the parts with my own money. Then I got to come fix the car, and then I got to get money from you. It's like a whole day thing to clear 50 bucks. Yeah. Is it really worth it? Like, I would rather just take my little girls to the park. Yeah. So, you know, I think just going back to your point, why do people not want to work hard or do they not? Because we've been told for years that it doesn't mean anything. You know what I mean? And at the same point in time, you know, people are just instant gratification whatever but uh you know think yeah. about that next time you looking at the food on your table you flush your toilet your car starts yeah matter too blue collar lives matter but i also think like i think too um it's important for parents to like give kids those options like my daughters i'm gonna be like hey there's multiple options for you to be successful you don't have to go to college you don't have to do those things. Like there's other things out there Now I'm going to push if they want to do it, but I'll support them if they want to go do a job like that blue collar job or whatever the case may be. Yeah. And to be honest, the way AI is going in chat GPT and all these things, like people need to understand that like a lot, some of those jobs that we're like banking on some of these tech jobs, some of these like designer jobs and stuff like that, that stuff's going away. So you need to understand that for your kids. Like I, I've been really like pushing kids this year and t- teaching them like there's all these other avenues like you mentioned or hey you should probably major in something like I had a girl that wanted to major in business and she's like but I don't know what I want to do and I was like well then you need to go master in something like communications that opens up your job stream from just business to all kinds of different stuff and there's so many different avenues you could go um, but also like I just think we're doing a disservice to kids like hey it's not pipeline to like college because not all kids can do that. Um, and also how do we get there? How do we work? And I saw a quote, I saw a video, I think it's like Sylvester Stallone's new show and it's really stupid, but he's like, Hey, college is just that you did something for four years and you showed dedication. And that if I hire your dumbass, you're not going to quit on me. And I don't know what it's like for you, but what we're seeing a lot of, and a lot of my buddies who like, um, I have a buddy who's a foreman in Texas. He does uh, dunk, uh, dump trucks. Like he's a big foreman of a company there. And he said, they cannot hire people. They hire kids. They hire them right out of high school and stuff. And kids will just not show up after six hours. They'll go to lunch and just quit and they won't text or call or nothing. And he's like, Hey, did you die? And so like that company now is no longer doing like 
hiring people. They've just given overtime to people now. They're like, screw it. We, we're not going to waste our money on just hiring new people and trying to train them because they quit after a week. We're just going to do that. And I think that's just crazy. No, I, I get it. And, you know, the problem I have, too, is everyone's like, there's a labor shortage. Well, there is, but no, <laughs> I've been trying to find a new job because I don't like doing what I do. Yeah. And it's like, I can't even get, I don't even get responses. Yeah. Like, I, and I'm, I'm applying for jobs in my industry that I've been doing for almost two decades. Like, here's my qualifications. And then I yeah. see time and time again, that job keeps getting reposted and reposted and reposted. It's like, you're clearly not making the right decision. You know what I mean? Like I would yeah. have been there for the last year. So. I don't know. It's, it's tough though. It's really tough. Like we need more help at the shop. And I came up with a solution and it would piss some people off, but it would solve a lot of things. The guy that I worked there that gets praised for everything. He should be the extra guy. He's too slow. He should be the guy that's helping other people. We have a three bay shop, right? So three lifts. He should be the floater guy helping people do shit and we should get somebody more proficient in the end bay. We'll turn more work. My boss doesn't want to do that because he doesn't want to step on any toes. I'm like, all right, I'm just telling you, like, Sam ain't it, man. <laughs> He's just, like, he shows up. I'll give him credit, but it's like he shows up and then he starts with, like, today, I'll give you an example. There's a 2003 Super Outback that came in. Very, very common vehicle. We work on a lot of those. It's, it needed front brakes and rotors. And then I sold an oil change and a tire rotation. The customer bought the tires here. So the tire rotation was no charge, right? Um, I would have probably had that whole job out of my bay in an hour. Just because I just know the way to get it done quickly. It took him two hours. Yeah. I'm like, what are we, what are we doing here? Like I'm watching, I just, I like poked my head back there and I'm watching him lubricate the caliper hardware. And it's just like these slow brush strokes. I'm like, dude, are you, are you having foreplay with that caliper anchor? Like <laughs> put the brake lube on, put it back on, put the pads on, compress the pistons, get it on, make sure everything's tight and move, man. You gotta move. Yeah. Like we, we have work to do. And I had to leave early today. Core had her little pre-K graduation. Yeah. Um, which you have kids, your kids are a little older than Cora. Do they just graduate from everything? Everything. Like, like we what? just did. <laughs> <laughs> we just, okay. So we did a, so first of all, I'm glad you brought this up. <laughs> when in school do we have two picture days? So at, at my daughter's school, they have fall picture day that you pay for and spring picture day now. And we had to pay for two separate picture days. Did you guys have to do that shit? No, so she just had the one, but I'm like, when did school picture day for these pictures that look like they got done at JCPenney, when did they come, $70? And we got like four pictures. Yeah. Like, no, for $70, give me all the pictures. You know, and for that money, I want the pictures of all the other kids too, because $70 is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> like, that, what the hell, man? Let's cut that. That's a little creepy. But no, I, I think- It's like, a joke. Well, I think- and it's like digital now and you have to go to like this website and they're like, oh, you don't get to see all of them unless you pay. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? Like, I don't understand any of this. But yeah, like I, my daughter, kindergarten graduation, which is great. I'm happy for her. She did her thing. She did her like prayer up there in front of people. Like it was really cool. But That's my, your oldest daughter, right? 
Yeah, my oldest daughter Harper. She just turned. Okay. Uh, she's gonna turn six here in a, like a month and a half. And my youngest daughter, though, she is four, so she's still in preschool. Well, the the she's not graduating because she's falls in that weird. She's in December birthday, so we're gonna hold her back a half a year. Um, so she's not graduating, so she's gonna be in preschool again next year. Well, any of the kids that are going to be in preschool next year, they're still having them go to graduation this year, and they're calling it um, uh, promotion. And so we have to pay to go to her promotion to real preschool or whatever the hell it is. Like, so they have different names. Yeah. So like you pay like 10 bucks and you get to go and you get to like do the facility and stuff because it's a private, it's for our church. So they always want money. Like we we don't have to do that. Like they're always going to want money there. But like, I'm always like, why do we have to pay? And then like, then when we, when my youngest daughter graduated or my oldest daughter graduated from the same school at preschool the the front row was bought for a thousand dollars at an auction for preschool graduation i thought you lived in the not wealthy part of california well i don't live in the wealthy part of california but i live in by a lot of farmers out here and so like their kids go to these areas and they can write it off as taxes because it's at a church but Mm. like but like I'm just I always laugh at that. But like I could not believe that you actually like have multiple graduations all stuff. I don't even remember I graduated eighth grade in high school. That was it. Like when I was in school. We didn't graduate anything else. I did uh for me it was kindergarten to elementary school. And then I remember there was something for elementary school going from that to junior high, and then it was high school graduation. Yeah. And that like that was it. And the only one that people really made a big deal out of was high school. And I remember, you know, we met at the school and then we didn't do our graduation at our school. We did it. Um, there's a small university here. Well, like smaller, uh, Lehigh university. They have a little like indoor basketball arena at Stabler arena. Yeah. Also used to host concerts, which was a fucking great concert venue. Just the acoustics in there were fantastic. But now we have the PPNL center, which is bigger. So they have more, anyway so i remember we took we got on a bus and we got bus to stabler and you know your parents come and then they drive you home from there um and i remember one of the teachers stood up and they're like look around this is going to be the last time you see some of these people and i'm thinking to myself oh thank god i have been waiting for this for so long because most of these people are just dumb yeah <laughs> But, you know, I want to actually go back to what you were talking about, and I, I want to commend you for you talking to that student of yours and telling her, she's like, I want to master, was it a, a boy or a girl? I don't remember. It's a girl. Okay. She's saying, I want to get a business screen. You're like, you should do this instead, because it'll... I wish I would have had guidance like that when I was in high school. I was like, I want to do this. And my guidance counselor was like, oh, you want to be an accountant? You should go to this guy. I'm like, no, I didn't say, look at my math scores. They're right there, dude. Come on. Um, yeah, I wish I would have had something like that mm-hmm. but I, I, I try to give kids like i, I and expect, like my own kids too it's the same stuff like and i'm not one of those dads either that like my daughters like we we put them in multiple sports we put them in multiple things to see if they like it um but i have a background in sports and so i've always been very hesitant because i think sports are cesspools right now especially youth sports like the way the way it's run it really matters how that works and like, for me, I always want to give as many options as they can. And if they don't like it, I don't force them into it. Like, but they finish, they finish, they finish the season. They don't quit those type of stuff. Um, but like, like my oldest hates soccer. She's tried it, not doing it. And so that's totally okay. So we found yeah. that she 
softball. Like, and it's the same, like with the, as I teacher, what I've always tried to do is give them like, Hey, you don't have to go this path. This college is not for you all the time. Like, and I think one of the biggest things that we run into is parents have too much of a, I don't know what it is. They want their kid to go to like a UC. So out here in California, a UC is like UCLA, US, um, you know, not USC, UCLA, UC Santa Barbara. And they're like considered like the premier schools because it's all about science and, you know, research labs and all of that. But we also have what we call CSUs, which are state schools, which are totally fine. Like Penn State, you know, we have we have those type of schools here. Nothing wrong with schools like that. No, I went to a CSU and, but I, it's crazy to me, like these kids want to be teachers and their parents are like, well, you have to go to UCLA. No, you don't. Why would you go waste a $200,000 education to be a freaking teacher that you'll never pay back because you're never going to be able to pay those loans back with a teacher's salary when you could go to a CSU and pay $6,000 a year. Like, yeah. and, and we do a very poor job of teaching kids about the responsibility they're going to have as soon as they turn 18 and what that looks like for the future. And that could really de- put, you know, detriment to some people. Like I have a couple friends who are teachers that went to a private college and they have like $160,000 loans and I don't have any loans because I went to a state school and I was poor and I got some financial aid and I'm like, Hey, like, so I always try to like give these kids and, and, and that's the problem. Um, that we're that we're lying into is like you know you have to give your kids multiple options but i think one thing parents are not doing is teaching their kids like hey if you take this option here's what could happen so let's talk about that it's the same i do with my kids like hey if you're gonna go to that jungle gym over there and you see how far it is and you see how big the drop is if you don't make it you're gonna fall like yeah if you're still okay with that go i'll be here i'm just gonna watch and you're gonna love that She'd be like, I'm yeah. going to the jungle gym, daddy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So and, you know and my, and my youngest would do it. And my oldest would be like, F you. I'm, I'm too afraid because that's just how she is. Um, and and it's okay to do that. But like I, I we're, your job as a parent is to guide, give options, under, make them understand what ramifications of their actions are going to be, not stop them from doing it or not forcing them down a path that they don't want to go because that's when you're going to run into a lot of problems. And I think that's the, that's the issue. Yeah. yeah I, and I want to, you know, I try to have conversations with my daughter. She's four, so it, it's hard. But I want to make sure that whenever she, you know, she starts getting older and thinking about after school, I want to make sure that she has and that I'm there for the, her to make sure that she makes good decisions. Mm-hmm. You know, not, not any rash or rushed decisions or whatever. You know, it's, it's just... I just want to be the best dad I can. That's all. Yeah. So, and I, I know and you do and, too. And we're not perfect. And I am not a perfect dad. Like I make mistakes all the time. And, you know, I, I think one thing that I struggle with a lot is like my career is a little different than yours. I'm not saying that yours is like lower than mine. It's just I have 160 kids that I look after during the day. And like sometimes I take that home with me. Because I, if I have a bad day with them or if I said something stupid or, you know, I, and I, I've had to call Child Protective Services five times this year for child abuse um, and like severe child abuse cases. And it is hard not to take that home with you and then like think about it. Right. Or like, you know, like and it affects your home life like it really does. Like my career definitely affects my home life. Um, because you're always trying to think about how that can change, like what you could have done differently. Oh, I missed that one kid. 
Um, and it's, it's a super, it's a challenge. And I think that's one reason why cheaters are quitting too. Um, like I know someone in the fantasy space, um, who used to be an assistant principal, like I'm going to be, and he is now a bartender and he said, he's never been happier. <laughs> and really? like, and, and that to me is like, yeah. And that's crazy to me. Like, because I, I don't know, like maybe I would be happier if I was a bartender, you know what I mean? Like, and I, I couldn't support my family if I was a bartender, but like, and that's, and that's part of it. But, um, I think you that's work just at Hooters make some good money there. Good work at Hooters. Uh, but like, <laughs> to me, like, I think that's the, that's the scary part. And it's, it's hard with the career. Like I'm very career oriented and I like my career. I love my family and it's sometimes hard for that balance. Like it, it can be really, really tough for the balance. And I know people say like, no one's going to remember when you were working, but you know, those posts are sometimes bullshit because get that, get that shit out of here. You know what I, I mean? Mean, I, I get it. But you know, at the same, Oh, you could always make more money. It's like, yeah, but I do have to pay my mortgage right now. I don't know if you guys know shit's expensive. There's yeah. a, it is, it is outrageous right now to just, to, to survive like it's it, yeah. it, it, it is insane right now especially out here in california it is it is really rough out here listen i'm lucky because we bought our house in 2012 so you know we're past the pmi portion of our mortgage our my mortgage the minimum payment i have to make every month is 1083 dollars like that's not bad and that's i i pay more on my mortgage because i want to pay it off faster but like people are buying houses that are not as nice as ours. And I'm not, I'm not, I don't, I don't want anyone to think like I have some great extravagant house, but it's, it's a single house. We try to keep it as nice as we can, you know, it's not dilapidated by any means, but there are people buying houses not as nice as ours, smaller than ours with less mm -hmm. property for double what my house is worth. And my wife actually, we were, we had talked about moving and I was like, I mean, if we find a good deal, I'll consider it, of course. And she's like, she's like, she did some looking in the town she wants to move to, which would be close to where we are now. And she's like, it's not even worth it. It yeah. would just be such a massive headache and mm -hmm. unneeded financial burden. It's like, uh, we're, we're good. We're just going to stay here and just be happy about it. Me and my wife really want to move to Colorado. Like we, we want to, we want to go to Colorado. Really? Um, yeah. And can't afford it. It's too expensive to move there. And like, from like a, like, even though I got like a pay bump with my new, my new job, like I would still be taking like a $30,000 pay cut to go to Colorado and with kids and everything there. And housing is crazy in Colorado. Like housing is just like here in California. Like, you know, um, like the cheapest house where I want to live, like 750 grand. Oh. I can't afford $750,000. You know, like I bought my house that I'm in now for $228,000 like five years ago and just refinanced it during COVID. I have a, I have a 1.9, like eight, or I think it's 1.99% like financing rate. And it's I cheap. got out of PM, PMI. So like I pay like $1,200 a month and that's with the HOA fee. And I can't get that anywhere. Like if someone bought my house right now, they'd be paying like $2,700 for this house. And it's just like, and it's only 1800 square feet. It's, it's fine. It works for our family. Um, but it is insane. Like, and, and I think that's, but you always have to stress about it. Like, I wish we could move where my wife wants to go, but can't afford it. Yeah. It, it's just, and you hate that feeling that you're stuck. Yeah. 
you hate that because honestly, that's not what America is supposed to be about. Like yeah. we're losing our way here. I should be able, you should be able to just pick up and be like, I'm going to affordably do this. And that's not where we're at right now. And I'm not a big political guy, but like, man, everyone told me things were going to get better under Biden and I'm calling bullshit. <laughs> and for the record, I'm not saying Trump is the answer either. Third party. Give me third party. We need flesh, blood, and air. You know, I, I am going to say this. The people that are running our country, Walmart wouldn't even hire them. And yet they have the keys to our nuclear arsenal. Be afraid. Be very afraid. Yeah. We need competency. There's there's people in their fucking 80s. And here's the problem I have with politics as a whole. The people that are running our country are so out of touch with the everyday reality that Americans like you and I face. Mm-hmm. They're, they're so out of touch. They're, they oh, yeah. just they have no fucking idea. One thing I will say, and then I'm going to stop talking about politics. Politicians should not be allowed to buy and sell stocks. That is a massive conflict of interest. Neither should massive. their families. Their family shouldn't be allowed to buy and sell stocks either. Like Any of if you, them. If you go into politics, you're a media family. And yeah, I don't know if they could do it otherwise, but like, I, I, yeah, you're 100% correct. Like, but I also think that there's a lot of things going on in this country right now that are, are, are a little crazy. Um, but as someone who is pretty much an independent, I, you know, when I look at like politics, like I, th- I have sides on both sides. I have issues that I kind of line on both sides. Like it is scary to think about what our politicians think we care about. Like there's a lot of things that politicians talk about. And I'm like, that does not matter to my family. Like that does not yep. matter. Like, nope, it, not even it, a little bit. No, like just make things. I'm not even asking to make things free. Just make it easier to be a full-time worker and have a family. Just give me a little bit of break. Like you don't have that. I don't want a big break. Just make it a little easier for us because I feel like everybody else tends to have it a little easier than we do. And I don't think that's fair to be honest. With you. No. And I'm like, so we have her signed up for sky zone, which is an indoor trampoline park. Yeah. And it's like 20 99 a month, but you do get a lot of benefits with it. If you just yeah, were yeah, a regular yeah. everyday customer, but then I'm like, there were times where I'm like, should we cancel this? And I'm like, no, I'm not going to fucking cancel her trampoline park subscription because things are tight. Like I will go without. And then I'm like, it shouldn't be that way. A guy who works 50 hours a week at his full-time job. You know no. what I mean? Like it shouldn't be like that. You know, and I, I make decent money. I'm not loaded or anything like that, but I work hard. I make my mom... The most my mom probably made in her entire life in a year was like $28,000 a year. That's probably the most. Do you have any siblings? I don't remember. I have an older brother. He's 30 or excuse me. He's 48. Okay. So did you and him live together at the same time? For like two years. All right. So at least he has a different dad. So that must've been hard for her though. Yeah. Like, so like your mom for, I mean, she yeah. she fucking did it, dude. She worked. Granted, she she's a waitress and worked two jobs, and she cleans, and she still does that kind of stuff. She's retired semi, but like she she does that. So like she instilled a lot of that work ethic stuff in me because I saw her work her ass off. So like, I, it the thing about it when I look at people and I just think about work ethic and stuff like that. I don't know how people go to sleep at night with some of the output that they do. Like if you go to a job. And I, and I, and I understand like a restaurant job, 
I went to a restaurant drop and I would sit on the toilet for five minutes and be like, I got to get the fuck out of here. Like, so I don't, I'm not, I'm not doing that. But if you have like a career where like for teaching, for example, you're in charge of a lot of stuff, but you also, you got into that profession because you need to help kids. And it's not happening in a lot of schools right now. There's not a lot. There's some teachers that really care and there are some that are not doing it. So I've never understood how teachers do that. And to your point about um, like, I'm not going to take 2099 away from my daughter. I had a teacher who worked at our school that he was sending his kids to private school and the private school is only like 400 bucks a month and they could afford it. Both of him and his wife were making over like 250 K a year because she was an administrator and he was a teacher for like 20 years, whatever. And he pulled them out of that school, even though it was doing them well, because he's like, well, I could use it to take a vacation. And no. when he said that, nope. I lost total, total respect for him as just a person because, like, I, I really lose respect for people who have cheated on their wife when they have kids, and just cheating on your wife in general. But when you have kids, especially, you can just you can just get a divorce. You don't need to do that to their mother. That's the mother of your children. I lose total respect for you there. And if you are if you are gonna put vacations and other stuff ahead of your kids in terms of like monetary stuff, your job, your kids, you your kids didn't ask to be born. You made that decision. You had it's them. It's your responsibility to give them a better life. And if that means you have to take away stuff from you, but that stuff's not happening anymore. People are like, well, this is a nuisance to me. No, that's your child that you made a decision to have. It's yeah. Time. My dad always would say like, you have it so much better than I did. But, and I said to him when I finally got old enough, I'm like, isn't that what you want for your child? Yeah. Like, and you probably want your, well, no, not probably, you want your children to have a better life than you did growing up. Yeah, of course. Yeah, like, I want my daughter to have all the things I didn't have. It's that, I look, I spoil her. Because I can. She's our only. I'm going to spoil her a little bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, ju I'm just going to. Like, I, I have no problem with it. She's my little buddy. She's cool as hell. I love my kid. But, yeah, I hate shit like that, too, like. You, you got to grow up. You have to be the parent here. Like what, what kind of you, all you're going to do is just, you know, cause kids find out about that stuff through oh, dude, some way. I can't some. like, I've taught kids like this. And like, so like I've taught kids that have no, like, and so, so here's the thing, like, and I've taught kids that have known that their father had an affair. And they were in two girls. And I remember this. And, and, and the dad, was, the dad, I didn't know that he had had an affair until later. And he had always been like that guy that's like, you know, like these kids are ass. These kids don't have accountability. They don't have respect or standards. And then I find out later he cheated on his wife. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, you don't get to have that conversation anymore. You, you, yeah. you, you know, foretold that. But then his, you can tell that his actions as a dad cheating on his wife with who he cheated on with really affected his two girls. That's their mom. That's their mommy. And you and me both know mommy rules the world in girls' eyes. Oh, like, yeah. It's it, My kids love me. My girls adore my wife. There is a different relationship there. Daddy will help them. They know daddy will be there to help them. When they get sick, they're usually around dad for the most part. But mommy is the king. Like mommy is the in their eyes. Like, and if you hurt their mom, you're gonna lose 
a little bit of piece of them. Like, and you have to be, that's the reality. And I saw that affect these kids who were really good, but they were all, they, they purposely did not do good in school to piss him off because he had that like high expectation. And that's a real thing. Like you have to be very, like any action, like you have to be very cognitive of what you do. And like, as a dad, you gotta be very careful with how you represent yourself, how you represent like women and, and how you treat them and those things, especially if it girls, like there's so much to that. Like, and I think I, I'm very cos- cognitive of that. Like, I want to make sure that I give them the best representation of what a man should be. Um, but I've had total conversations as your kid gets older, you're going to have these conversations. Like, um, you know, I, I, I talked to my daughter today and we had, we had a conversation about like, I, I don't know if your daughter has this yet, but like my oldest, she just graduated kindergarten. She has a best friend. Well, her best friend, I don't know if she, she's her best friend. You know what I mean? So like mm. my daughter, my daughter's really close with a girl at her school, but I don't see that reciprocated very well back. Like, I think she's friends with my daughter, but she doesn't see my daughter as like her best friend. And like, so I had to sit down with her. I got her ice cream and we were talking outside today. And I was like, Hey, like you really like her, but that doesn't mean that she likes you like that back in terms of like being your best friend. So like, don't be afraid to make other friends, but that's a really tough conversation to have with this, like a five and almost six year old. Like, why did she like me as much as me? And I said, that's just going to happen sometimes with your friends. Like you're going to have to be out there. And so what I did, she doesn't know this. I emailed the principal of her school and I asked them not to put her in her class next year. I said, can you make sure they're separate? And she's like, Oh, but they're best friends. I said, I, I don't think so. I, and I, it would be really good for my daughter to get around other people too, where she's not with her all the time. Cause I want her to learn how to deal with other people and make friends. And she does make a lot of friends. She's like one of those people that like, they just like her, but yeah. I wanted her to separate it. And that's something you have to do. Like, yeah, they're best friends, but let's go like, let's uh, make some other friends and not be in the same class this year and just see how it works out just to kind of protect her, but also teach her. So in the, the little graduation thing, her core is, I guess, best friend, Brielle. Um, she's going to be just there for the summer and then she's going to start kindergarten next year. So my wife got the parents' phone numbers. She's like, well, then this way, like they can maybe hang over the summer and still be friends or whatever. I'm like, great. And then she says, maybe all of us can hang out and you can hang out with her dad. And I'm like, no, this is not what I want. I'm like, well, don't drag me into this. <laughs> I was like, if you, if I need to put another car seat in my car, she can come to the trampoline park. Like, yeah, <laughs> don't fucking don't drag me into this. Come on, man. And the, the parents seem like nice people. It's not that. Is it? Just don't. But you know, I actually this leads me into a topic that I had written down. And why don't we discuss this, and then we can we can okay. call it a night. How's that sound? Yeah. But we'll still record another one after this, though. Or whatever. Okay. Mother's Day versus Father's Day. Huge, huge difference. Like, let me explain my thought process here. Mother's Day is all about the mom. Father's Day is all about the family. Mother's Day, my wife, and I, I'm, you know what? I kind of lost a little bit. I felt like an ass afterwards, but... I said what I said, and part of it was true. She sends me this thing on Instagram, like, this is what mothers really want on Mother's Day. And the first thing was, like, a solo overnight trip and, like, dad to do this so mommy could have time. And I'm like, 
you know what, ladies? You fuck you. Because like Mother's Day is all about you. And like, I'm going to get you this. And I understand the matriarchs of the family. I'm not going to discredit anything that mothers do. But it's like flowers, brunch, spa day, a bathrobe. I don't know. Whatever mom's like. And then it's like, what do dads get? Here's a new grill to cook dinner for your family. Here's a new drill to fix things for your family. Here's a lawnmower. Cut the grass, you lazy slob. And it's like. Moms, here, Mother's Day, go do your thing. But then it's like on Father's Day, you better spend that entire day with your family. And I, for the record, I want to spend Father's Day with my family. I wouldn't be a father without my wife and daughter. It's that easy. But I just hate the the way that it's presented so yeah. differently on both sides. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like the way it's prevent, presented devalues fatherhood in a way. I don't know how you feel about that. Also, did you do anything nice for your wife on Mother's Day? Well, I got out of it this year a little bit because we were all sick. So like, I didn't necessarily have to like, you know, go anything crazy. Like, but we, you know, um, made her, made her dinner um, and like little things. But no, I, so to your point, like, I think I've been lucky where, well, okay, I'll say this and you'll laugh about this. So a couple of years ago, I was kind of upset at my wife and I never really get upset at my wife, but she didn't get me a card for my girls for father's day. So usually like I definitely, I make my girls like make her a card and like, you know, just little things like that. But I woke up and they didn't give me a card. All I ever asked for is a card. I don't need any of that shit. Like I don't want, cause in reality, Mike, if they buy me something, I'm buying it for myself because it's single income here. So like, I don't, I don't need to buy myself a gift. Like let's, it, let's, it, let's, it's I the same thing here. Even if Jenna buys it, even though we are dual income here, it's all the same account. Yes. I, it doesn't freaking matter. I don't need to buy myself a gift. Um, right. So I tell my wife that all the time. But I, I would like like just a little thing, like a car, you know, or something. Like, And she didn't get that for me. So you know what I did? I actually drove to my mother's grocery store and bought myself a Father's Day card. And then I had my girl sign it. And I because I was that mad that like, hey, you know what? you could give me a card, you know? And then like, then she felt bad because she realized like um, that it was like, she, she messed up because that's all I cared about. That's all I wanted. Um, but I think overall, yeah, I think you're right. Uh, like it's just a weird dynamic, right? Like it's just a, it it's is. just a super weird dynamic. I didn't have a dad growing up. So like, I didn't really ever celebrate father's day. I just kind of celebrated mother's day twice. Um, and like, thanks mom for being both. Uh, yeah. But but yeah, it is weird how it's like, it's funny. Like, yeah, here's a barbecue. Bake some shit for me. Right. Like, and, and it's that. Yeah, build um, me a shelf, dad. I will say my wife is great in terms of like, we've never celebrated anything. So like uh, Valentine's day, we're not celebrating that shit. Like we, we don't do that. Like if anything, we'll just make dinner. Like, and that's kind of areas. What I try to do on mother's day is I have the girls make something for them, get some flowers. I'll, I'll, I'll grill. And we just kind of hang out, watch a movie together. Like we've never made it a big thing in my family, which is good. Um, but I will never forget. She always brings up that she always buys me a card because she knows how mad I got. Cause I, I don't know what it was. You, you know how parents, parenthood can be like, it's stressful sometimes. And I remember that was a really stressful time in our, our lives, um, like COVID and just, it was kids suck sometimes, as you know, and having two of them yep. sucks. And 
I remember just thinking, I just wanted a fucking card. Like, I, I didn't ask for much. I just wanted a card. And I think that's kind of like where I was at. Yeah, I get that. You know, and I will say um, the one thing that you talk about Valentine's Day, my wife, the entire time we've been together, hated Valentine's Day. She had a bad experience with a guy before we met. I get that, right? Yeah. It's like, you know, you the day you should celebrate your love should be um, your anniversary. And I'm like, I agree. She's like, or every day, of course. And I'm like, yes, also that. Then February 15th this year, she's like, hey. I'm like, yes. She's like, you didn't get me anything for Valentine's Day. And I was like, why would I get you anything for a holiday we don't celebrate? I'm like, I didn't get you anything for Chavez last year either because we don't celebrate that. Um, and she's like, well, I kind of like it now because we do stuff for Cora. And I'm like, okay, maybe that information would have been more relevant a month ago. I'm like, you can't not communicate that to me and then get pissed at me. Like I can't, she's like, I just want you to make the effort. And I'm like, I thought to myself, I'm like, do I really want to do this? It's 7.30 in the morning. I have to leave for work soon. And I just went, you know what? I'm sorry. I'll do better from here on out. I'm like, I'm not going to get into it. I'm not going to do this whole thing where, you know, like, you want me to do better? You got to tell me because I don't know. And I explained to her, I'm like, you have to understand something. Men are stupid. We don't know what we don't know. Yeah. You know, we just, we, we, we think differently than women do. You overanalyze everything. And I'm like, we'll figure it out. Yeah, <laughs> we'll be our, my big thing, like my, my wife yells at me all the time, like, it is what it is, I'll figure it out. Like, it, it, that's just what we do. And so like, you got to like, if, if you don't say something's wrong, or if you don't say like, you want me to do something, then don't expect me to do it. That's just the reality. Of it. I like the, like, just what's it. wrong? Nothing. I go, all right, great. <laughs> yeah so, but don't you want to know what's wrong like, you just said nothing's wrong i don't know what do you want from me <laughs> you know what i mean yeah what's yeah, wrong nothing 100%. all right everything's good all right dude i'm gonna say this right now i don't know where my daughter got this from but she'll be on the couch and she'll be like can you get me whatever and i'll be like well, why can't you get it i just sat down i'm like oh i'm sorry the four-year-old just sat down <laughs> Heaven forbid I disturb your rest after your long day of preschool. (laughs) Just sat down. Get get out of here. Yeah. Get out of here. All right, everybody. That is it for this episode of What the Fatherhood. We had more planned for you guys. Unfortunately, some technical errors with our recording software just did not allow that to happen. So we're going to record in a couple weeks again. And um, yeah, our apologies for not getting you episodes sooner. But as we explained, been busy. You know how it is. Work, kids, everybody's sick. And as of right now, the haze of Canada is descending over eastern Pennsylvania for me. Um... I'm on day nine of being sick personally right now, so glad I could get this episode done. We'll see you guys soon.